Hey guys, I'm Eric McLean. And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. Friday, everybody, and welcome into the Gramlick and McLean podcast, presented by Ingles, the official supermarket of Gramlick and McLean. <laughs> For a second there, Mac, I definitely forgot what day it was. I was yeah. not sure. <laughs> not at all. Listen, we've got basketball episodes coming out, a sneaky one next week. We haven't even told y'all about this. We haven't even hinted it. I'm hinting it right now. You got to figure it out. That's the only hint I'm giving you. Uh, <laughs> football galore. You're calling games here in a second. I'm headed to Raleigh. We're just all over the place, KG. So this is the this is the peak time of craziness where we record whenever we can, however we can, and we make it happen. But it is Friday. Let's go. Yes. While we record, basically while um, the babies are napping, or we can just find two seconds when we're not busy. Can't confirm. So Max, only (laughs) clue for next week's special episode is just that it's next week. That's your only clue. I thought I said basketball. It has to do with basketball. Okay, it does have to do with basketball. It does have Figure to be Figure it out, people. And Figure it out. I'll just say a game that Mac and I will both be attending. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Oh, that's it. That's it. Before <laughs> we get into all these games coming up this weekend, I want to just give a little PSA that relates to Ingles. Mac doesn't know where I'm going with this. Mac and I are working on a special uh, charity project, if you will, partnering with Ingles. And Ingles is so generous. They always have so much going on. But right now we're getting into the holidays, Mac, after Thanksgiving. We're officially into, sorry, not after Thanksgiving, after Halloween. We're officially into the holiday season. And so I would just encourage you, if you are able, to start thinking about, you know, whether you give 20 bucks, you know, whatever it is, just Mm -hmm. giving to someone who might need it this holiday season. No doubt. It's always... uh... You know, for a bunch of families, this is a very stressful time. And whether you're in need or not, it's a stressful time, right? But when you have others relying on you, uh, it's just a little bit more. And, and you know, we're going to try to do our best to, to help out the way we can. And as you mentioned, huge shout out to Ingles for helping us with this project. We ho- are hopeful we're going to you know, be able to help out a bunch of people and, and really focus on you know, our area, right? The upstate, you know, where we grew up and, and went to school. So going to be excited. Some fun stuff coming there, guys. Uh, but as KG said, kind of get out there, help some people if you can, because uh, we all need a little love, all need a little help, um, which is super exciting. Um, not to that to, to barely transition here, KG. I do need to know because I can't remember because of my football brain. Have you started listening to Christmas music yet? Not yet. You know, not as yet. I've <laughs> as I've gotten older, I've come to realize Thanksgiving <laughs> has its place. Now, yeah. you know, I mean, Thanksgiving, it's it's lovely. It's not Christmas. You know, Christmas it's pre-season. is a dope. It's preseason Christmas. It's cool. But, you know, I'm at the point where it doesn't – I don't feel like it's necessary yet. Plus, Taylor released some vault tracks, so obviously that's what I'm focused on at this time, Mac. So those will get me through November, and then I'll get to Christmas. Can I just tell you, I, I listened to those. Wait, you did? It just doesn't – it just doesn't – do anything for me. So you listened it's, to the vault tracks from 1989? I did. I did. Really? You and a guest from next week told me to listen to one in particular and I was just You didn't like, like it. Did you What about just listening to 1989? Like the OG I've heard it before. I've heard it before. Yeah. I've listened. Okay. All right. Okay. And just, you know, I expected like to literally just start ascending in my car and I didn't. <laughs> um so that was a little disappointing. Um but yeah, I mean it's good music. It's just not Maybe it's just, not it's just not you for you. You should listen to Midnight's. Try out Midnight's. Okay, that'll be next. Listen that'll to next. <laughs> um, Karma 
or I, vigilante Already, that doesn't sound like me. That doesn't sound like When me. you're working out. When you're working out. Try it. Okay. Okay. Try it. I can do okay. that. Okay. We need a transition. We know that old man who's going to comment. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if you're old. And say, stop talking about Taylor Swift. Well, it's fine. We're done. Uh, let's get to a message from Ingles, and then we will get to some football. Did you know Ingles only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. All right, Mac, let's get to these games. We've got three games in our big game breakdown and then a speed round of four games that we will run through. One of those happening tonight in BC Syracuse. Yes, we'll sprint through them. Let's just start here, Mac. It should have been one of the biggest games of the season. I think it's still big for a lot of different reasons, two big brands, but number 15, Notre Dame, is at Clemson. Notre Dame, as of today, on Thursday, is a three-point favorite. Mac already looks worried if you're watching on YouTube. (laughs) There are so many ways we can start here. Number one is, is Will Shipley going to play? I mean, that's number one there. Dabo said he's in protocol, and it's up to the doctors. Then, if you haven't really been following Clemson this week, and you're tuning in to hear about some other games, but you're curious about this game, Dabo went on an epic rant on a call-in show um, on a guy named Tyler and got people fired up. So maybe that helps. I don't know. And then Clemson's also had a lot of success against Sam Hartman. Is there any reason to be leaning or picking Clemson here, Mac? Um, You also forgot a little other thing, KG. This is the BYOG game. Come on. It's been like Mac 100 years. It's been 100 years since these guys have been in the Valley. What kind of scheduling are we doing here? I know, like Get right? them back where they belong. Um, you know, it is going to be interesting. All those things that you just mentioned, obviously very important. Uh, Will Shipley's availability, by far the best player on Clemson's team, um, you know, banged up, and, and that was a really scary hit. So I, I'm probably leaning that he's not going to play, uh, just based on what I saw there. I have no clue. Um you know, if, if he is or isn't able to go. Um, Evans, the tight end for for Notre Dame, not able to go. That's their best mm-hmm. receiver. Uh, so, you know, two of the most prolific offensive players for each team potentially are probably not going. Um, and then just, you know, w- w- what's going to come from this game? You know, how much energy is, is the team able to harness, like, as you mentioned? How's the crowd? How's the crowd? What Are they receptive? Are they with their coach? You know, based on my Twitter uh, you know, feedback that I got. I think some people are jacked up and, and with coach. So that'll be interesting, but it's a nooner. You know, I, lot, I know a lot of Clemson mm-hmm. fans wanted that to be a night game and, uh, you know, just to harness that energy that comes naturally from that. So we'll see. You know, it's going to be really interesting when, when you look at these guys. Unfortunately, you know, I, Clemson has played to their competition this year. So, KG, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised at all to see them square in this game and, sure. and fighting to get a W. You mentioned the Sam Hartman thing. Hasn't had a ton of turnovers versus Clemson, but Clemson historically has gotten after him. I mean, they've sacked him a bunch. Uh, obviously, that's going to be much more difficult with this vaunted offensive line, good offensive line from Notre Dame. So I'm fascinated, KG, to see how this deal goes here. Well, Sam Hartman is coming off last year where he had a lot of success against Clemson, threw the ball all over the place in that crazy game at Wake Forest. I am actually attending this game. 
Eric McLean, with um, my baby friend. Jay. Is baby Jay and coming? Nick's parents. No, Jacob is not going. We all uh, we designated this. Uh, now that we all have kids in our in our group, we designated this as the adults only game because mm. we thought it'd be eight p.m. Ah. and we thought we could tailgate all day and have fun. And it's a nooner, so that's gonna be great. But still, should be a fun football game. And the I think what this game comes down to, Mac, I think Clemson will be in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been in. What's what's so odd is. Probably the two best teams they've played. Well, Duke is Duke is an outlier. I think Clemson got punched in the mouth, yeah. and, and Duke obviously blew him out. But Clemson also fumbled the ball a billion times. Beyond Duke, um, when you look at the Miami game, you look at the Florida State game. Clemson was in the game, and you could argue should have won the yeah. game. But turnovers and other mistakes come to bite them. So will they be in this game? I totally think so. But can they make fewer mistakes? Can they make enough? Not make enough mistakes to lose. Right. And when you look at this overall. Notre Dame is eighth nationally in turnover margin. They are plus nine on the season. They take care of the football. That is not an issue for them. Clemson is tied for 99th in the country at minus three. Mac, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, only seven power five teams that have committed more turnovers than the Tigers. Clemson's committed 15. (laughs) There is actually, I want you to guess this. There is an ACC team that has committed more turnovers than Clemson. Wow. Any idea? Hmm. <laughs> They're not having a great year, and it's not Pitt. Syracuse. Close. Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Ah, yeah. Wake Forest. There we go. There we go. Yep. I was just thinking and a bunch of teams, fumbles, sack fumbles. and uh, Yeah, sure. Yeah, so Wake. many. Uh, future ACC member Cal is also in that Good. group. Good. Welcome. Along with Vandy. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> Vandy, Texas Tech, UCLA, Michigan State, and Nebraska. Wow. In other words – all teams that aren't good. This is what happens when you turn the ball over, Mac. I hate to simplify this game so much, but I think if Clemson doesn't turn the ball over, they will be in the game and yeah. they'll have a chance to win it. Yeah. No, I, I think that's it's how it is. It's cut and dry. It's been the Achilles heel of these guys the entire season. I mean, you look how they're outgaining people. You look how they're moving the ball. You know, helped out on the deficiency, scored in the red zone last week, but still – turned the ball over too much, gave too many extra opportunities, and the other team was able to win the game. And so for me, KG, there's no question that that's what it comes down to. Um, and, and how can you manage the game You know, offensively? I think what's interesting about Notre Dame is what are they going to look like because now their best receiver, best pass catcher, mm-hmm. is truly a, a freshman, a true freshman. You, know, you don't have your reliable tight end. You're really going to be hurting on, on who to get the ball to uh, and, and so can Clemson take that away? Now, if they do, let me remind you quickly, Notre Dame was able to run the ball all over the yard last year for like 250 yards. That that just really doesn't happen to Clemson. And so when that did, that was pretty shocking. How will they be able to stop that, to be able to take that away? Uh, how much is the crowd going to be involved there? What what I do want to see from Clemson, though, is that turnovers. And, and you know, really focusing on that and, and just – Getting the ball out quick, being you know on the same page offensively, Kelly. There was a play I had to Facetime you to show you this because yes, it, it, it's just always something. You know that there, there's insurmountable things that happen. Where I, I showed you this blitz package, NC State did an unbelievable job of bringing more people than Clemson could cover. The left guard, you know, is is in a you know question mark. What am I going to do? I go to, like I'm going outside, then I come back inside. Will Shipley took his first read and then has to jump out. Mm-hmm. Guy hits Cade right in the face. Cade still gets it off. It's a massive 20, 30-yard gain. Oh, well, come back holding on the outside. So it, it's like even when bad stuff happens, Clemson overcomes it, and then still 
something else is right there. So how can they play cleaner? How can they get it going? That offensive line needs to have a good day. Figure it out up front. Communicate, over-communicate, understand where you're going, target the right guy, take the right footsteps, get your hands in the right place, move as one. This is a position that takes everybody on the same page. If one guy isn't, the entire line will look bad. So really challenging those guys this week. Are are they able to do that? There's the potential that you're only going to have your big 230-pound running back, Moffa back there, run the football, convert on short yardage, convert in the red zone and on goal line and be able to get it done. So those are the things that, that they seem small, uh, but, but they've got to be able to do those at a high clip KG. Mac, you need to get, I think some Clemson fans are asking why you can't go speak to the O-line room <laughs> and at least, you know, get them, get them fired up there. But yeah, I love that you showed me that play. Basically it's the little things. It's the tiny details that Clemson is struggling with. The Shipley factor is huge. And when you talk about running backs, we know Estime is just a freak for Notre Dame. And with who's out for Notre Dame, they're going to try to run the ball. Clemson also, just one, let's give one positive note about Clemson. They are second in the ACC in pass defense. Their pass defense has actually been good. So bottom line is Notre Dame is going to have to run it. And can Clemson bow up and stop the run? Or at least contain Estime, not let him get you know a big 70-yard run like he has against other teams. But without Shipley as well, Mac, even though you do have Maffa, that worries me a little bit. I This sounds so bad, but I am taking Clemson's opponent until proven yeah. otherwise. I think you kind of have to yeah. at this point. I think it helped Clemson if this is a night game, but you know, you haven't right. earned a night game. Like they don't they don't want to put yeah. you on, yeah. on prime no, time, I guess. So I'm taking Notre Dame minus three. I don't think, you know, it's just like what you said. You know, you got to show me. You got to be able to do it. You got to prove that you're not going to give the game away. You know, and, and it's unfortunate that that's where they are right now. Um, I'm not doubting your skill. I'm not doubting your talent. I'm just doubting can it all be on the same page at the same right. time every single play because I haven't seen it. You know, it's one of those things where you, you just got to have it. And, you know, Clemson has obviously created this core of wide receivers, pass catchers with Collins, Brown, and Brenning Sewell. Those three have to continue to step up. And, and Stilato's been great, too, I've, what I've mm-hmm. seen from him. Um, but, uh, again, it's just it, it's getting going. It's not making the little mistakes. It's not holding on the perimeter when you have no business holding. There was no reason to do that. It, it's running a, a, a route. It's third and 11. You're running your route, and you're two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Like, what are you doing? Like, ma- get positive yardage. Get it going there. Um, and, and so all of that just has to come together has to come on the same page, calling the, the the right plays, being aggressive, pushing the ball downfield. We'll see if they can do that. They've got a big challenge, got a big brand, and a Notre Dame team that that obviously is going to be motivated and want to take this from you. It's crazy to think that Clemson could still finish eight and four. Yeah, so sure. Go and do that, it. that would salvage this year somewhat. Win a bowl no game, question. you know, you can't win no ten games, but there's still some things in front of the Tigers. Okay. That's right. Let's get to our next game here. We talked about this game a lot on Wednesday. If you missed that episode with APR, with Antoine Powell-Ryland, go listen to that. Virginia Tech is at number 13, Louisville. What I'm seeing today, Thursday, is Louisville minus 9.5. That seems like a pretty big number, but Jawar Jordan is playing, (laughs) and when he plays, Louisville wins. Where are they? And they're playing at home. (laughs) That's right. And when Louisville plays at home, they win, and most of the time – they cover. What's crazy about this game, Mac, is Virginia Tech, with their terrible losses to Rutgers and Purdue, 
They control their own destiny. If they beat Louisville on Saturday night with three games remaining, three very manageable matchups remaining, they control their own destiny to make it to the ACC championship game. Absolutely wild. (laughs) It is absolutely wild. And this this is playoff football. This is what you want. Meaningful, impactful football in the month of November, and we've got it right here. Winner, you're going to the championship. You control your destiny to go to the championship. Loser, you need some help. You need a lot of help, and and I think that's great that these teams can control that and great that they're playing their, each other. It's not just a random yeah. one-off uh, where a team loses to another conference. These are two teams in the driver's seat together, uh, and, and winner's going to take that step just to there and, and solidifying that. Um, when I look at it from the Louisville side, I, I just can't help but think, my gosh, what if? Because when those rankings came out, I think Louisville would have would have probably been number six or, or five, right there in the middle. And what an unbelievable opportunity. Now, listen, you still take care of business. Everything's out in front of you. I, I still think there's a chance you need a ton of help. You need a bunch of moving parts. Uh, but I think there's a way you can get into that thing, and, and especially when you look at well, this. Well, especially because Jordan was hurt in that yes. game. You got to look yes. at that if you're the committee. We we have heard the committee say that year after year, so and so wasn't available. We don't really value that game the same as you would if mm-hmm. he was there, and how different it was with weather and the injury. So I, I think a lot of people not thinking about that. Uh, I, I, surely, you know, again, you can take care of business and do your thing. Triple J's got to play. They got to be explosive. Uh, I do want to see a little bit more uh, from Jack Plummer. You know, he he's kind of taken a couple of games off now where he hasn't been as explosive, certainly hasn't scored a bunch of points and has had turnovers but looking back at that Pittsburgh game. So how can he kind of take regain control there uh, and push the ball downfield, score a bunch of points, get this offense going? Jawar Jordan, as you mentioned, KG, you called him the most important player to his team. I think that's pretty yeah. evident when he's on the field for these guys. They're just a different-looking team. The home run ability that he has to score from anywhere – is such a threat that you have to pay attention to and, and have to be ready for. So offensively, you know, these guys playing at a super high level uh, on the, the Virginia Tech offensive side, Kyron Drones and company, since he has been the guy, KG, they have exploded offensively, averaging over 200-something yards a game rushing since he's been the starting quarterback. Because of his run threat ability, we've seen more from Tootin and Thomas. Those guys have opened up and been really complimentary pieces. And then just seeing Lane and – you know, these other receivers really extend the field and have that vertical threat. This is a completely different team since what we saw them early in the season and these guys starting. Um, and, and so I'm excited to see both these offensive attacks. It's crazy that Virginia Tech is having this kind of improvement without Ali Jennings. Who <laughs> Could, you we imagine? Were all Could you imagine if we so had him too? About. I mean, my yeah. gosh, it'd be so fun. That it's kind of shocking because when he got hurt early in the season, everyone was like, oh no. I mean, this, whatever hope we had, but just credit to Virginia Tech for completely turning this thing around. I think for Virginia Tech to be in this game and, and really have a chance, they've got to wreak some havoc and probably force some turnovers, whether it's a strip sack, something like that, with how they get after the quarterback. They're Virginia Tech's fifth nationally in sacks per game at 3.75, which is great. We know APR. He leads the ACC in sacks, tackles for loss, all these things. They're dominant in that regard. I think they got to pick their moments, right, because Jawar Jordan – can beat you, especially if you blitz and they just right. dink and dunk to Jawar yeah. and he's gone. That's what's going to worry me for Virginia Tech. But you still, that's your strength. You've got to use it. You've got to get to Plummer. And he is turnover prone. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be the key for Virginia Tech. Oh, absolutely. And listen, these guys have a 
handful of guys who do have picks and, and have gotten their hands on the football, but a lot of sacks, KG. I mean, yeah. these guys are playing at a very high level. And it's been fun to watch that, you know, really for a team to get back to the identity that made them such a powerful brand, uh, you know, with Beamer Ball and, and that Thursday night and getting after the quarterback, Saxburg uh, coming to Louisville here. Let's, we'll see if that game translates. So looking for APR to, to really ball out, looking for that defensive line, uh, again, for Virginia Tech to try to make this game one-dimensional. When, when you have such a balanced mm-hmm. team like Louisville, you, you just you really aim to take something away. Most of the time, that's the run. Uh, so we'll see. We'll, it'll be interesting to see. Do they load it up? Do they really focus on that and, and try to do it? And then you look at the Louisville defense, and, and okay, you, you mentioned first guy in the league with sacks. Don't forget about the second guy because he plays that's for right. Louisville and Ashton Gelati, and, and you know is is half a sack behind him. Would be tied for the lead, uh, you know, and, and might be after this game. So it'll be interesting to see which defensive end, which edge player bests. Uh, the other in this game, Ashton's been on a tear. Both these guys are, are you know, rising very quickly and accelerating. Both have a knock for the football, creating fumbles, getting fumbles. Uh, so, uh, so I'm excited to see that and, and what they can do moving forward. And then you look at at interceptions. Uh, Neil Devin Neal for, for Louisville, I think is tied for first in the country with three picks. He, he's a guy that mm-hmm. gets his hands on the football, is going to be able, you know, to to do that and to force different things. So. Look out for this Louisville defense too. I mean, this is this game is so fascinating to me, KG, because all the strengths are going against strengths. It, it's it's yeah, good on good. On it's matchup make fight all day long, and I just this is gonna be a really fun game, no question. And we saw we mentioned this on Wednesday. The last time Virginia Tech faced a really good running back was Trey Benson, yeah. and he went off when yeah. they played Florida State. <laughs> I think the other key for Virginia Tech. You've got to finish drives and score in the red zone. Louisville yes. is touchdowns. third in the nation in touchdowns. red zone defense. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. You got to get touchdowns, especially on the road. Um, all that being said, you know what, Mac? I it's not personal. For some reason, I've gone against Louisville for multiple weeks, even though we all we both picked them to cover at Pitt. LOL. Um, and I'm just going to be so mad if I if I don't go against Louisville this week and Virginia Tech covers. <laughs> and I think Virginia Tech is going to cover. I you think like this that? game will be close. I think Louisville wins, but Virginia Tech covers the nine and a half. So give me the Hokies plus nine and a half. Okay. And if if Louisville covers here, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> You're back on the I will train. stop taking them. You're back to on not the train. We'll see about that. We'll see. They they play a couple you know interesting teams to the end here. Uh, I'm going with the Cards. Uh, I think they cover different team at home, different team with Jawar Jordan. Um, and, and again, when you look at Virginia Tech, no disrespect. I understand. I know who you're playing, but Pitt. Wake, Syracuse, all have something yeah. in common. That's a good They're point. Not great. So They're this not is good. a good team. Probably not we'll making. See both. what happens here. Um, I will give you this opportunity. Do you want to switch? Do you want to come over to the other side right now? No. She's locked in, baby. Yeah. Let's go, Hokies. Just not come on, Saturday Hokies. afternoon. <laughs> Please, please, at least cover for your You're girl. Good. Please, like that'd be like nice. It. Okay, so we disagree on that one. Mac is. Uh, three games up on me right Let's now, keep so it I got to make Let's some keep it moves. Going. I got to make some moves. All right, how about number four, Florida State at Pitt? We're still keep every Florida State game's in the big game breakdown because they are pushing for the playoff, and they're actually number three now in the playoff rankings. I wrote down the AP, mm. so that is um, my apologies. We'll fix that for next week. Florida State is at Pitt. Florida State's a twenty-one point favorite. Is this still a trap game? I'm going to say mm. no. I think Pittsburgh ha- is and maybe has always been. Uh, this season, a little bit of a disaster. And coming off that Notre Dame game, 
where you had Narduzzi saying some stuff and then having to apologize for it. I don't know where your locker room is. Mac, I don't I don't know how you bounce back from getting beat 58 to 7 and go play FSU. And FSU, I think the way Pitt covers is if FSU has like crazy turnovers or something, but FSU actually has only committed four turnovers all year. That's fourth in the country. That's crazy. So I don't I do not see Pitt covering this number, sir. I, I had to look at the weather quickly. I had to know. Okay. Okay. Tell is me, it going to be rain? Look, I be no rain. Well, allegedly, what this says: no rain. Not that cold. I mean, in the forties, it's not bad. I mean, it's it's obviously cold. Um, That's really cold. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. Um, but certainly, it's not. I'm, shoot, I woke up. It was 31 degrees this morning in South yes, Carolina. Yes, it was so it's unbelievable. cold. So Woo. you're not dealing with that at least. Um, so I, I think that will you know be a, a fine thing there and. You know, Florida State just have to figure it out and have to keep going and understand what is at stake here. I think they have really, again, I've said this a hundred times, but since that Clemson game, Florida State ascending and playing at a very mm-hmm. high level. Quarterback Jordan Travis is square back in the Heisman race. I, I think he has a chance after this weekend just statistically to keep going, uh, to creep up into that favorite, into that top three, uh, and, and have a chance because he's playing Miami, because he's playing at Florida uh, to, to have those Heisman moments and to go against those big brands, big opportunity, big audience, and say, let's go. Let, let's get it on and popping. And so for me, I, I think other people continuing to step up. You know, KG, we've seen this kind of run where different guys have been heroes at different times. And I think that's great right. that they have that opportunity, that they have that ability. I thought that Florida State was coming off their best game of the season. How do they continue to stay at that level? Uh, because I, I think that's what's next. Somebody asked me the other day, you know, where does Florida State go from here? You know, how do they do this? How do they do that? I said, they're there. This is the level you need to play at for the Maintain. rest of the year. Maintain that and, and keep going. So I think that's exactly what we see from the Knowles as they go up to Pitt. We are also getting to a point with FSU where, and you see this in the playoff rankings, we always talk about it's better to lose early. We're getting to a point now where they remember November and losing now, not that they're not going to lose to Pitt as I say that, you know. <laughs> But losing now could really hurt. Yeah. yeah. You just need help. You just need help. Work. And here, yeah. I will yeah. stand by this statement until it's proven otherwise, but a one-loss ACC champ is getting in the playoff. It's never not happened. Now, listen, if that if they do lose, and whether it's to Pittsburgh or lose in the next couple of weeks or whatever, and other people do not, then it's going to be hard to, to get in there. My, right. my statement's right. going to be hard to, to continue. But so to be far – Yes, it has it's, happened. It's, it's never not happened, and those guys have gotten in. Uh, Clemson being, I think, all of those. Maybe Florida State one year um, back in fourteen. So we'll see. Keep it rolling. Excited to see the the Nose FSU keep going. was undefeated. They were undefeated because they were flirting That's with right. a loss every single That's week, right. <laughs> and it was honestly crazy how they got through that season. Undefeated. Unreal, unreal. So I'm rocking with all Florida right. State. I don't know if I said that, but I, I think the okay. Noles cover the twenty one yeah. and a half. I agree. I agree. We shall see. Okay, speed round. Let's roll through these, Mac. Miami is at NC State, 8 p.m. ACC Network. That is where you and the boys will be on ACCN. Miami is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. That is an interesting number. That is a tough number. If you win by a field goal, you don't cover, that kind of thing. I don't have a lot of faith in NC State. I think, really, when you look at the NC State-Clemson game, not trying to take anything away from NC State. NC State fans, do not get mad. But if you watch the game, you realize Clemson lost it maybe a little more than NC State wanted. NC State did enough, but Clemson just killed themselves as per usual. 
So I'm going to lean Miami here, Mac. And I like Miami's lines of scrimmage, Miami running the ball, and that defense and that secondary going up against N.J. Morris. And then if they bring in Brennan for like these weird running packages, whatever that is, I, I like that Miami defense to travel. We'll see. Um, I, I think oh, oh? I think the Wolfpack took, took the game away from Clemson. I mean, obviously the pick six, the, the turnovers, the big yeah. plays, Kevin or Casey Concepcion. I mean, we all knew where they were going. You couldn't stop it. Um, now, I, it's hard to sit here and say that Miami's defense is better than Clemson's um, because statistically, I just – there's so many good things, and, and Clemson has put themselves in these tough spots. I'm going with the wolf back here. I think they cover. Um, I think the ruckus okay, environment. Good. I think the TVD turnovers of True. late. Um, Peyton Wilson. Yeah, and I, TVD I don't know. did not look good. Yeah, yeah. Peyton week. Wilson. I don't know if if he's healthy or what. I think he was like trying on braces and trying to go in that game. I'm yeah. hoping and assuming he's good. Um, good point. I, I'm rocking with the pack. I think they get this done. I think their okay. defense right. is going to make some real problems for Miami. And it's just they're they're attacking. I mean, I showed you that blitz. It's hard to target. Um, mm-hmm. We'll yeah. see, we'll see. But I'm, I think I'm going with the Wolfpack here. And State has given some good teams some issues when they're at home. Louisville, for example. And but I, I think Miami is similar to what you said about Clemson. They're going to play up or down right. to the team or the exactly. moment. They played down to Virginia. <laughs> they played down to Georgia Tech. They played up to A and M. Up to Clemson. Now we'll see. Um, UNC may be the exception, even though they played pretty well. Just UNC looked so good, and now UNC, of course, who knows what's happening. Okay, I, I'm, I'm excited that we disagree there, Mac. You will be there in person to uh, see Can't if wait. I'm wrong, Can't I guess. See I'll if let you right. know. Don't worry. <laughs> happening tonight, I know you will. Happening tonight, Boston College at Syracuse. As of Thursday, Syracuse is a two-and-a-half-point favorite, 7.30 p.m., Mac is so excited, I think he just threw something. <laughs> this is on ESPN2 tonight. BC has been rolling, and Syracuse has been struggling. Syracuse has had their, their October of death, and now they're back home. They've also been on the road like a, a year. Ton, They've been on the road Mac. for a long time. But they are coming off a beatdown at Virginia Tech. I know they've had a little longer because they played that game on Thursday, but still this is a Friday, so it's not you know completely to a Saturday. I got to go BC here. BC is averaging 215 rushing yards per game. Their O-line has been excellent, led by Christian Mahogany, your boy. Castellanos, I know he went out last game, but he came back in. So I don't know if you're hearing anything different, Mac, but I think yep. he should be good. I'm, I'm rolling with the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, I fly. Think this is this feels like the, uh, the Pitt-Wake Forest game where – I thought there was no question, no doubt, no nothing oh, no. that Pitt would win that game. And somehow Wake Forest was was favored. Right. This True. line has moved a little bit. It was Syracuse two and a half. Now it's Syracuse three. Um oh. I don't oh. I, I just I don't get it. I, I don't know why. I don't know why you would pick them uh or, or why Vegas has money on them. They know something. I'm hoping that they it's always do. Not enough, uh, because I'm going with BC as well. Tommy Castellanos has been okay. incredible. The wide receivers Swami. around him have been great. The offensive line, obviously, moving and grooving. And Cuse, I mean, they, it was just hard. I mean, at the end of the game, they just looked uninterested. And there was an incident on the sideline where guys are, like, laughing and joking, yeah. and they're getting just absolutely killed by Virginia Tech. 
Uh, Eric Dungy's calling him out, you know, calling out his team. Yep. Um, all that. So maybe they play inspired because of that. Uh, and Boston College defense isn't like elite. Um, I, I think I'm going with the best player on the field, Tommy Castellanos and BC. I, I think they win. I think they get the W. I thought you would say that Christian Mahogany's best Love player Christian. on the field. Love him, but his feet ain't as good as Tommy's. All right, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's but right. at his position. Yeah, that's true. Okay, let's talk about these last two here. Georgia Tech at Virginia. Virginia, a two-point favorite, Mac, unless no, you've seen it. something else. That's I think it. I got that's my it. numbers earlier than yours. 2 p.m. on the CW where they have the ref cam. Kind of love the ref cam. Pylon cams, ref cams, maybe a sky cam. The ref cam was cool. And when the ref got hit, that was kind of exciting. (laughs) It was cool. Um, Battle of this this game here, Mac, is the battle of the two teams with the worst rush defenses in the ACC. And you've got Georgia Tech on the flip side that is running the ball well, averaging nearly 200 yards per game. Virginia, they – Finally got a win. William and Mary beat UNC. Had every chance in the world to beat Miami. Virginia's back at home. I think they're feeling pretty good about themselves. Georgia Tech is also feeling good about themselves. I I think I'm just going to lean home team here, Mac. And Virginia, yeah, Virginia has a knack for covering, especially lately. And I know they're favored, so that means I'm picking UVA to win. But this just seems like the most ACC thing imaginable. That Georgia Tech goes and – you know, has a crazy win over North Carolina and then loses to Virginia, who beat North Carolina. Oh, it's, it's brutal. It's brutal. It's um, Georgia Tech has not won two games in a row in a long time. Um, yeah. They also – And that's what they, they do. Win, do loss, win, win, loss, win, the, loss. The uh, odd number games – now I have to go look at it. Now I'm just messing up my stat here. Unbelievable. They don't they win the odd. They only win evens. So because of that, yeah. I'm going Virginia. That's the yeah. only thing I'm going to tell you. I don't know what's going to happen. We're both going both Virginia. Both teams run Woo! the heck out of the ball. Neither team can stop a bloody nose. Let's just rush for 500 each. I'll set all kinds of records and you know have yeah. like a two-hour two game. That'd be awesome. Beautiful. Whoever's calling that game would probably like that. Dang. Yeah, we're I'm, agreeing I'm going there. All right. And this, this is big for Georgia yeah. Tech when it comes to no. bowl eligibility. No. When they need to win no this question. game. No they question. They definitely do. So that's huge. Virginia's not out of and it. They're Virginia not out of it. After they- Maybe they are. There's still there's still a possibility. I thought because they lost to Miami, they were out. Miami, unbelievable. Never mind. I want Virginia. I want Georgia Tech to win. All right. (laughs) I'm gonna pick. I want to pick Virginia. We need. I want Georgia Tech to win. I need them to get to the ball game. I need them to get to. It would be better for Georgia Tech. Yeah, we'll see. Better for the ACC, I guess. Overall, last one, Mac. The Campbell Camels. I mean, just such a good mascot. At North Carolina, noon on ACC Network. Just win. Just win. Just win by 90. UNC. You make me sad. You make me sad because there's just – you had so much ahead of you. It's just typical. You know what I mean? They're like – to me, they're like a teenager that's making yeah. bad choices. And I just don't know what to say. Yeah. You have such a bright future, but you're out here yeah. making bad yeah. choices. It's not today. good. Uh, DB's just looking not interested, uh, not one to be physical, not one to tackle. Please do not keep this game close. Campbell – no, they got a quarterback that dude can spin it. Williams, just, just, just hear me now. He can spin it, uh, but you need to flex your muscles. Drake May needs to go for five hundo uh, all-purpose yards. I'd love to see that. And my gosh, the defense just have a day, please. That's what we need to see, KG. Mm. What happened? It's just who they are. What who they are. It's what they do. Hard to get away from what you are. It is a bummer. Such a bummer. Such a bummer, UNC. All right, we'll see what they do. So we disagree on 
Miami, NC State, and Virginia Tech. All right, so at Those best, are going to be the big ones. Those KG, are going to be the you game make up two games year. at best? Okay. Yeah, All right. at best. This is this is good. This is strategic. Yeah, you're right there. I'm coming you're, for you're you. Nipping on my heels. I'm coming for um, you. That was it. Fun week. Mm-hmm. Another big week next week. We actually have another four-episode week, guys, next week. I cannot wait. Uh, basketball season is here. We're not giving you any other clues other than KG and I will be there, and it's a basketball thing. Figure it out. Give some guesses. We need some guesses in the comments and on social media, uh, but we're super jacked up. It's going to be a fun weekend, impactful weekend, elimination weekend for some teams in the ACC championship run. So appreciate you guys tuning in. Big shout out to our friends over at Ingles. Uh, we need you to get on this YouTube train. You got to come check this out. See the sad faces, see the happy faces, see me dropping stuff, baby monitors, whatever you want. We've got it uh, a galore here. Uh, so come join the party, subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave some comments, as I mentioned. And of course the OGs over on Apple podcasts as well. Rate, review, subscribe. We would greatly appreciate that. And I got invited or reminded, not invited, reminded today, KG, people listen on Spotify. So shout out to all the Spotify listeners uh, who are tuning in with us. We don't give them nearly enough love over there. That's right. uh, But we appreciate you nonetheless. Uh, But anyway, until next time, we'll see y'all.